0: The red pill community is in an interesting place, and it's been on the downhill for quite a few months. With all sorts of goofy stuff happening, like Rallo telling men that the fast track to becoming a high value man is with getting yourself snipped, and Sneeko and Andrew Tate distancing themselves from the community. A lot of this red pill, how to get girls stuff. Yeah.
1: You make fun of women all day for so wanting to be girl boss queens to sleep around and have all this, and then you tell guys be a playboy instead of
0: raise a family. That's the same advice on the other side. But the conversation that I've been attempting to have is some of the counterintuitive, destructive prescriptions that are given in the red pill community. I attempted to have this conversation with Rallo Tomasi when I debated him last summer on Value channel. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. And it did not get through, unfortunately. Since then, Fresh and Fits channel has got demonetized, everything is in disarray, and they went on to the Tim Pool podcast and had this conversation and were finally brought the facts about what some of their prescriptions and their advice can do to men. Repeatedly talked about everyone from Dr. David Huberman to all kinds of social psychologists. This has been talked about a lot. Rallo, in his book, The Rational Male, talks about spinning plates. He calls it spinning plates. And he in his book specifically talks about prioritizing women that will give you sex for the weekends and then the women that won't on weekdays. So you're you're trying to spin plates and have multiple women that you're talking to and they think that's a pathway to build confidence. Fresh and Fit has talked about men needing to rack up their body count to fifty. Yeah, that's right. Fifty. And so they could find out everything they don't like and all the women they shouldn't deal with until they finally settle down with the woman. Like it seems like the male version of radical feminism.
1: The advice that you're giving you can be nuanced with it on a long form podcast like this, but the advice that you're giving, most men are gonna gonna internalize that and think, especially young men, Mm -hmm. that the goal is like that's that's the tunnel vision goal is to have with a lot of women. Like that's that's what we need to do and so i don't know if you've ever thought about what happens from a ba- brain chemistry standpoint mm-hmm. when you have something as high something with as extreme of a uh, a dopamine response as yep. when that becomes your primary driving factor of, of mm-hmm. what you're trying to accomplish you know, say you you accomplish that repeatedly over years and you know say f- over five years your, your goal is to meet as many women and have as many women as, as possible but that's the end of the goal it's like i want to meet women i want to learn how to engage with women i want to have sex with women what you're doing is you're training your brain from a from a you can't get past this it's, it's this you could replace this with anything you replace it with cocaine. you can pl- replace it with any addictive behavior of what happens in the brain it's going to imprint on your brain mm-hmm. that behavior that when you engage in that behavior and that pursuit you're going to get this big once you finally achieve it this big dopamine spike big 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 yep and then you're going to get a big dopamine crash that's below right baseline. that's right and over time what you're doing is you're training your brain and and you really at some point it's more subconscious than anything else that that is the pursuit that you must engage in to get that feeling, whatever you want to call it, the feeling of 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 accomplishment, of of ha- of what you would think is happiness, which is not happiness; it's fleeting happiness. But that becomes then the pattern that is imprinted on your brain, and to get out of that, that I'm talking about neural pathways that 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 bond st- very
0: strongly. That's right. And
1: to get out of that, you have to physically rewire your brain.
0: What he's describing is a lot of what addiction is. What he's describing is the same thing that An- Andrew Huberman talks about, where he talks about when you. Ma- and how there's an open feedback loop because there are certain chemicals that are released like dopamine, but then there's other things like serotonin when you're interacting with another human that also balance you out, right? That's why it's different when you are in a covenantal marriage and you are having intimacy with a spouse and all of that being intact hormonally, the right, the right chemicals being released versus when you do it by yourself. And there's no additional intimacy attached to that. Or in this case, if you're just smashing through woman to woman, kicking them out of the, of your house as soon as you're done, or you leave as soon as you're done, right? It, 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 it's, it's similar. It's not exactly the same, but it's similar. I think this is so great that he pointed it out because there is a neurochemical component, meaning the way your brain and the pathways there are also being affected and you're creating a form of addiction.
1: And so my concern with this advice is that by the time the men are ready to settle down, to have kids, to be the best, what I think, I'll die on this hill. Being a dad and, and having a family, there's nothing in yep. the world that will ever be as, as satisfying yep. or, or give you the feeling of accomplishment and That's purpose right. in your life. Amen. I'll die on that hill every
0: day. And by the time and by the way, most, statistically speaking, most men and most women, majority, will at some point have children, okay? So if you know that that is going to happen, why would you then give advice that makes it counterintuitive to create the type of structure, specifically a nuclear family, man, woman, husband, wife, mother, father in the house, that is optimal environment for kids, why would you give any advice that gives people the opposite outcome? Meaning that if you're just racking up your body count, you're more likely to catch STIs, you're more likely to have unwanted pregnancies, you're more likely to get yourself a baby mama, and we know getting, uh, having a child out of wedlock is arguably one of the worst economic decisions you can make. Right, in terms of what that does to someone's finances, especially if they're not established yet,
1: in order for them to to get into that state and not still be in this cycle of needing to, to get that that dopamine hit that they've been trained to get over years and years, yep. um, you have to rewire your entire brain. That's right, and that takes time and it's hard. It's trust me, it's hard. That results, in my opinion, in infidelity in marriages. That's it's right, divorces.
0: That's it's it's It's, it's fatherless
1: homes, That's which right. then creates a whole other cycle. That's right, over and over again of this same cycle of chasing pleasure over purpose.
0: And you should absolutely prioritize chasing your purpose over chasing pleasure. If you could prioritize purpose over pleasure, you're going to have to learn to delay gratification in all aspects. And if that becomes your North Star, and those of us who are in Christ Jesus believe that our purpose ultimately is to know God and make him known, our assignments may change, but that is the North Star, know God and make him known. If we're chasing our purpose, well then, we have to prioritize pleasure and make, that, make sure that pleasure is submitted to to us chasing our purpose, to us pursuing the very things that God has for us. You make a very good point, and I understand that. But I could argue as well if I sit with one woman,
2: one woman right? Multiple times, I wouldn't say during a period of like relationship, isn't that the same thing? It's not the same thing.
1: Why? Because it's, it's you're, you're pair bonding, you're, it's not. That's right. You're, you're, in, you're pair bonding and you're building a relationship. That's right. You, unless you're, you know, you're just using them for sex, then it's, yeah, sure, maybe it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, if you are intimate with a woman, And there's no pair bonding, there's no physical touch, there's no cuddling, there's nothing else, and she's just literally someone that you're using for sex. You could argue that, but who is in a long-term relationship like that? Most people who are in any type of relationship are experiencing some sort of intimacy outside of just physical intimacy. They're hanging out, they're doing stuff, they're raising a family, right? they're they're doing stuff, they're building a home, so on and so forth.
1: But if you're with a person and you have an intention of building a life with that person and you're pair bonding and you're... Learning how to communicate effectively, and you're doing all the things to build yourself up as to become the leader of a family and the leader of that unit. It's not the same thing.
2: So, I'm with that person, but I don't know from experience if she's good for me or not. And as a result, I made that choice not knowing. So, i, I ask you a question, right? When you go to buy a car, I'm not saying a woman a car. This is the worst illustration ever. These guys are just full of bad illustration. What do you do first when you buy the car? You go to your salesman, talk to them about the car, test drive it, and you go buy it. I'm just saying for most men, it's a goal, but not the end all be a goal. It's a part of the equation. I'm just saying, have that as a party repertoire. So when you meet the woman, all right, this is good. She's good uh, as a person, as an individual, good family, good to be a mother. All right, full package. I can make it, a, 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 I have a choice here that this is a good woman for me. I'm not saying that that's the end goal. be And all. for you to be able to come to that, you know, rational, rationally sound and logically sound conclusion that this girl is the right one, you have had to have dealt with a bunch of women that might've not been the right one. Most women are not worthy of a long-term relationship. So guys need to be able to vet women correctly, otherwise they're the ones that take all the risks. So I get what you're saying where you're saying like, hey, this might be destructive, but it doesn't affect men the same way it affects women with pair
0: bonding and having high partners. There's Watch plenty of this. guys Watch this. that can, that's who not, they commit It's to. just
1: not true. Like,
0: It's just not true. It's just not true. This notion that men can go and rack up their body count and it's inconsequential, but if a woman rack, racks up her body count, it, it's over for her, is stupid. Now, there does seem to be some research that suggests that it is harder for women in this regard. But generally speaking, both men and women, if you have a lot of partners, you will have to deal with the consequences, specifically the, the the struggle to pair bond in the future. The data shows that the more partners you have, the harder it will be for you to pair bond, and oftentimes the harder it will be for you to maintain a relationship, and the more likely you are to get divorced. That's why some studies show that monogamous Christians who maintain lower numbers of partners are the most satisfied in a marriage, all right? So this 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 idea that like, oh, you can do, I, I, I mean, I don't know how many people you guys know, men, how many men you guys know that have high body counts, meaning like, I know a couple guys that are like in the 50s, 50s, 60s, 100s. All these guys, all these guys struggle to maintain healthy relationships, healthy monogamous relationships. All these guys are struggling in their own personal lives. I know quite a few. I know one, that racked up his body count and is able to function and thrive in a monogamous relationship. The rest are, are, are really struggling, like struggling personally, struggling in their careers, and, and, and it's and it's hard.
1: You're true. You're right about the pair bonding aspect, but it's not true from a brain chemistry standpoint. When you, it's it's just science. And I, like I wish like Andrew Huberman was here, he could explain it much better than I can. But like, you can't get away from the brain mechanisms of what I'm talking about when you are casual. St- that is that is not right based in a relationship you're just hookup culture you have the woman tonight you have the woman tomorrow night whatever and i'm That's sure right. you guys do really well you know, that behavior mm. it is high really extreme dopamine i, I understand that okay and i, that I understand imp-
2: promiscuity can affect well, both th- genders negatively i so, understand that so so, so okay. let me okay.
0: so he conceded he understands that
3: okay now Tim Pool kind of he, he takes this into an interesting place i want to address this because yeah i i agree on the you're you're better off not being as promiscuous i understand what you guys are saying though and I think, I'm curious, it sounds like you guys are saying, hey, this is the way the world is, you have to adapt to it. Yeah. And your view is more like, no, 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 we should not be engaging in these things. But That's right. Be better. This notion that, oh, the
0: world is this way, and so you just have to be the way that the world is, is nonsense.
3: And especially as a person of faith, you're called to be set apart. You're called to be different than the world. Let me show you this graphic from the Washington Post. This is, a, this is an article that has been around for some time. Young men driving the decline in sex. Share of men and women between the ages of 18 and 30 reporting no sex in the past. Twenty-eight percent of men, eighteen percent of women. So this is an interesting graph, and I'll use this graph to say that
0: men are having less now than than they were, you know, ten years ago, and that that's true. So this this chart shows that eighteen to thirty, almost thirty percent, almost a third of men have not had uh, sex in the last year b- between those ages. I would also like to point out that marriage rates have also declined, but at the same time. There's also women, eighteen percent of women, so almost one out of uh, four women, so one out of three men, one out of four women have also not had sex in the last uh, in the last year. So, who is it easier to have casual sex? It's easier for women, right? In, in terms of like their their demand. If we're just talking about demand, that, those numbers aren't that crazy. It's like, oh my gosh,
3: one out of three men haven't had sex in the last year. Okay, and one out of four women have not This anyway, skyrockets that 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 deviation really comes into effect. Around 2009, 2010, <laughs> I think the internet plays a big role in this. But Huge. First, there's something. And in both. If you, you notice, it, it went up for both. You notice that it's the highest it's ever been for both genders. we said about this. Men and women have to have with each other for the most part. If men are not having at all, and women are having, mm-hmm. obviously there's a point to be made about maybe the women are with each other or something like that. But I, I don't think that's a large component of what we're seeing here. I think the issue is the women mostly are still having at comparable levels to what they've always done.
0: No, that way, you, you, Tim, you're not looking at the own chart, but the issue here is that. The most promiscuous people are having the most promiscuous sex with other promiscuous people. That's what's happening here. Most folks aren't aren't, aren't out here running
3: around with, the, uh, you know, 100 bodies or even 10 bodies. Men not having sex is skyrocketing. That's, that says that <laughs> these women, they're having sex with a particular group of men. And a, boy, a, a portion of men are being slowly removed from the dating pool. Yep. Women are maintaining the amount of sex they've always had. Yep. That that's an interesting social dynamic. Absolutely. That's huge. And and, and that plays a huge role.
2: <laughs> I'm really glad you brought this up, because that plays a huge role as to what women think they deserve. An average girl can hang out with extraordinary men. That plays a huge role in their psyche of what they think they deserve and the type of man that they think they're capable of attracting. But what they make the mistake of doing is they think just because I can attract this guy doesn't necessarily mean they can retain that guy. But that plays a huge role because girls think they they deserve best. If you uh, if you ask an average woman what do you want, she's gonna describe to you an exceptional man, and that's been heightened even more so thanks to feminism. Women earn their own money, they have their own status, they have their own cars, they have their own ability to provision for themselves. So since they're able to get all these things themselves, they no longer need a dutiful, responsible, leadership-driven man because they're
0: like, yo, I just want the hot guy now. I can provision for myself. I think what he's saying here is it's true with the caveat that it's true in his world it's true in the world of nightlife and these circles that he's in it's not true in parts of the midwest and in parts of the south and in parts of where you know christian highly condensed christian parts to say that like all women everywhere are are like this i think this becomes the hasty generalization fallacy and it's selection biased on their part so the solution is to go and rack up 50 bodies in order to figure out where the bad, who the bad girls are, so you can then find yourself a good one. And at the same time, rack up other women's bodies that makes it harder for them to pair bond, makes it harder for them to eventually settle down, making it harder for yourself to settle down. That's the prescription. Or take the Jesus pill, become a competent priest, provider, and protector, and then wife down a woman that shares the same values as you, who's attractive or you're attracted to, and develop a life together. I always find this quote interesting. It's a quote from Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain was a professional basketball player. He claimed to have sex with a thousand uh, women. His his man was wild. And Wilt Chamberlain said, I know what it's like to have sex with a thousand women, but I much prefer now to have sex with one woman a thousand times. God wired us and designed us to be monogamous and in a specific type of marriage where there's protection, where there's covering, where there's love, where there's trust, There's the decrease of STIs, STDs, adultery, and unwanted pregnancies. We see according to the Bible that prayer is extremely important in terms of us being transformed from the inside out when we get aligned with God's will. For the Christians watching this channel, I want you guys to implement these spiritual disciplines in your day-to-day life. And the only way I've been able to do this consistently is through writing down my prayers in a prayer journal that does a few things. One, it allows me to reflect and come to God humbly and ask him to move on my behalf. And two, it allows me to document my prayers, which ultimately helped me remember the very things that I was praying for and see the hand of God tangibly in my life when he answers them. So I would urge you, consider writing down your prayers. It could be in a blank notebook. It could even be on your phone. Or you could check out the one I personally designed and used from my own quiet time and spiritual discipline that I think will be a huge blessing. It's the exact structure and system that I've used for years to pray and be more consistent in my spiritual disciplines. You can pick yours up today by clicking the link in the pinned comment below. All right, I'll see you over there. Peace.